0: Late nights, late nights with Trav and Lows. With traveling Late nights with Trav tra-
1: and, with tra- and, with tra- with tra- and Welcome to another episode. Late nights
0: with Trav and
1: with what That was good. That was good. That
0: was good. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep that one. Yeah, we're keeping that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this is another episode of Late Nights with Trav Los. I'm uh, Los, and across the table is Trav. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's part of the Tin Roof Media Network. <laughs> you know that thing? <laughs> part of the Tin Roof Media Network. You know, if you keep saying it, it becomes a thing eventually. Then, then it's real. Then it's real. <laughs> then it's real. That's what we learned
1: Yeah. in school. So, uh, how have you been, dude? It's been a little while since we've had a, a sit across the table and talk kind of episode.
0: Yeah, it's been like five weeks. That long? I don't know. It's been a while.
1: My oh my! It's been two. Yeah, four, yeah. It's been five weeks. Five we've six had a, weeks. Five six. We've had a few good episodes in yeah. the interim period. Yeah. Um, one was a live, like talk that I gave. Yeah, I it was, listened. Like, recorded. I what listened, did you think? I listened to all of that. It was all about you. Kind I'll, of like most of it was just like a love fest for you, dude. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was cool because you broke it down into two different. You know, this is who do you think this is? who do you think this? that
1: is? was fun yeah like yeah. who did this episode who does that sound like that was great, that was <laughs> everybody great was like being able to guess pretty easily <laughs> like, like that that sounds like somebody's in a crisis that's travis <laughs> that sounds like somebody's trying to give a helpful tip <laughs> and be inspirational that's los <laughs> it was good <laughs> and then i did um an episode uh which you helped me with yeah it was kind of fun like so i went in and interviewed ollie blank and yeah. then We talked about the interview that I had done on air. And actually, so I sent that uh, episode to him.
0: Oh, yeah? And
1: he wrote back. Let me read what he wrote. The format of the episode, using excerpts rather than the full interviews and incorporating locations, reflecting on my story, it's all just so great. Natasha really enjoyed it too. I really feel so proud to have taken part in something so thoughtful and so deeply flattering too. It really means a lot to hear you guys reflect on the things I said. Uh, And I help it. I think it helps me understand how I come across and understand myself in a new way. I really appreciate it. I'm just rambling, but I'm just so happy with it. Thank you.
0: That's so cool. That's that's a really nice, I
1: mean, it's not every day. So like usually when you send like something to a somebody you interview and like here here it is, you can share it if you want. They're like, Oh thanks, I will and that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. But like this was so thoughtful and so sincere. Oh he's just like that though, you know? That's yeah. just Ollie.
0: So be more like Ollie. Be more like Ollie. Be thoughtful and don't send an okay thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like like yeah, it was just like really intentful uh, reply and, and I, I think I think it really validated the effort that we put into it. Yeah. You know?
0: What do you think about um uh doing something like that for interviews moving forward instead of just like uh sit down let's talk about it uh-huh. it'd be more of like uh uh pointed kind of have a vision of what it could be outside of the like AMA pretty much which,
1: which, yeah which what i do. mean that that was the interesting thing about all these interviews is that there's a lot that left that i left on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. you know like a lot you guys didn't hear um <clears throat> and even some parts mm-hmm. Ollie was like, hey, "Turn off the recorder," <laughs> and we and we really broed down, mm-hmm. and and they were in those moments, which were not intended for an audience in the first place. Yeah, were really really sweet and really really bonding. Like like I've I've had like two or three conversations with Ollie, and I really do consider him a very close friend.
0: Yeah, and I think you need those personal moments, off air, not on the record, to yeah. get to get this type of sincerity that you that you were able to capture yeah
1: throughout the episode i, I think that's right like it, it it breaks down the barriers yeah when you're, like it's like an interview can be a very intimate thing
0: yeah and so it's like the way that it's intimate is if you're able to reach a level of conversation mm-hmm. and, and confidence
1: because yeah. cause like you're asking somebody to bear themselves to open themselves up and to bear themselves to you and and in doing so uh to the entire audience right yeah, and so yeah. there has to be this like level of comfort and confidence in that conversation where they can feel okay with talking about their mistakes or yeah. their their assumptions or their triumphs or whatever it is
0: yeah yeah man <coughs> hey moving moving uh, uh tangentially related yeah is so, those two episodes were um, things that you had to prep for out of the norm, I would say.
1: Both of them. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And they were so, very unusual episodes. Yeah, so, <laughs> two in a row.
0: Yeah. So, I'd like to kind of uh, unpack that a little bit for the audience. Okay. And, yeah. And see kind of like the work that went into that. Okay. And how you, like, where you, how you made time for that mm-hmm. in the normal, you know, day to day routine that you, that you find yourself in with your wife and your children absolutely and you
1: work at google yeah yeah okay so we'll start with the first one which was the conference talk mm. and when i say conference it was like way more intimate than a conference it, they call it a salon how'd you like that i thought it was better like if they had given me a microphone and a stage <laughs> and like you know 200 people yeah. that's one thing but this was even better because it was like standing in front of 30 people and like you can connect with everyone's eyes like connect with their gaze and yeah. then if you make a mistake you're like oh oh wait that's yeah. not what i meant <laughs> and like they're like yeah cool dude yeah. just tell us what you mean you know <laughs> like it's like a lot more intimate in that way that in that it's forgiving and that you're that you're exposing yourself in a, in a very like comfortable way instead yeah. of a showy kind of way
0: yeah do you think that's a good way to get into public speaking,
1: I do. Yeah. yeah, and and that was really the intent. So <clears throat> I had met the organizer at a at a dinner, and we had kind of connected and kind of hit it off and really enjoyed um, each other's perspectives, and <clears throat> so. And, mm-hmm. and so it came, came up that she was organizing a larger conference, mm-hmm. which is like a normal, you know, like two day kind of pay for a ticket kind of conference. Yeah. And I was like, if you're looking for speakers, like I I'm looking to get back in. I'm gearing back up because mm-hmm. I, I had gone through a period where I was like closing a lot of doors yeah. and reconfiguring the way I want to like exist in the world. Right. And I feel like in the past maybe two or three months, i have kind of like opening up and saying like, OK, this is where this is where i do exist right and and that was like kind of like serendipitous in the moment where when we met i was like i I think i'm ready to kind of talk again um and uh and she was like yeah well let's kind of like you know send me your ideas and what your perspectives are like talks you've been working on Mm. because i think the thing maybe people don't realize about conference talks is that the people who are speakers kind of have a talk that they shop around for maybe like you know a year 18 mm-hmm. months <laughs> and like it's like they give that talk yeah i've seen for that a while. i've
0: seen that at my uh when i when i was at atlassian
1: yeah like you you would like maybe see that same talk show up in two different conferences that you attend yeah it yeah. depends on like how <laughs> big of a conference go where you are but you, yeah. you've you've seen that you know yeah or like if you follow a particular person and you you read an article that they wrote on medium <laughs> and then you hear it a, as a talk yeah. The it's, thing is, because these ideas are not off the cuff, you know, like like no. these concepts are 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 like uh, they're uh, well, they're workshopped. They're 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 perfected over time. They're evolutionary. Th- yeah. They're ev- they they evolve. That mm-hmm. that's that's much more descriptive mm-hmm. of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Exactly. And so the same thing for for me when she was like, "Well, okay. Well, what do you have?" Like what have you spoken about before? What are you comfortable with? And I was like, well, I have like a bunch of things that I've spoken about before, but I want to do these. Yeah. Like, I, like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like this is where I'm at now. This is yeah. what I'm interested in being and being about and being known for. And and, and like well, this is what I want to have a conversation about. Yeah. And so that was more along the lines of like, okay, you know, that would be a good for this smaller venue, which is which is all about that kind of like workshopy feel. Mm more intimate everybody there comes with with so at a conference you're like how good is this conference yeah and at these kind of events you're like how can i make this event good uh you know what i mean you're a part of it yeah (laughs) and everybody's there they're all a part of it so everybody shows up and we have like snacks and drinks and we talk and we kind of like mingle first yeah and then it was like, okay, like find a seat and then here's what we're doing tonight and then here's Travis, we're gonna let him talk for a few minutes.
0: And your stage, was it on the same level of where the people were sitting or was it like... Yeah, it, it wasn't elevated. It yeah. was just like, it was like in front of, <laughs> of a few chairs. That's great.
1: <laughs> it was fun because like I, like I helped plan the room as well. Yeah. Like It wasn't like uh they had the seating all arranged the like they're they just like had this like area and i was like well where are they going to sit and they're like i don't know i was like <laughs> why don't we just do this over here and like we got to workshop together and figure out like a good angle nice. a good like where is the presentation going to happen and like How's the PA going to work? And I was able to tap in and make that. So um, I used the H five and yeah. got an audio out from the PA system, and oh, that's cool. how I was able to record it. Right. It wasn't like I mic'd myself, you know. Like yeah. it was cool. Like it was like that collaborative. Like even down to the uh, what's it called? Like the, you know, like the, the logistics of how the room was built and not built, but like organized and sounded and kind of the way the presentation unfolded was all collaborative. And it was pretty cool. Like I, I I had a lot of fun that way. And the people who put it on, um, were so great. They were so great. They, they gave me a card like at (laughs) the end, you know, they, they all signed a card for me and they're like, thanks for showing up. This is really nice. And that's really sweet. Made me feel so good, (laughs) you know, like that was really great Um, but yeah they have a conference it's called Invisible Talks Mm -hmm. and Invisible Conference and uh, it's in January I think January 10th Mm. and so you know because if you're in (coughs) to all all, everybody who's listening to this podcast if you guys are in the San Francisco area in January and you want to like meet some great people this is a great opportunity Mm. um, I'll be there as well Uh, they have me scheduled to like be at a lunch at like an open table lunch where I'm answering questions and workshopping ideas with people Yeah, um, but I'm not speaking at the conference
0: yeah, that's cool. And we're we're some of the advice we've given in previous episodes is if you're getting into the industry or even if you're a veteran, mm-hmm. it's worth um, mingling and networking with people in your industry.
1: Absolutely. So, in my opinion, the most valuable part of a conference is in the hallway. Yeah. You know, where you're going to meet somebody. Um, meet someone new and just like insert yourself into their world and you you don't know like these serendipitous connections, you know, like for example, um, you and I have become pretty good friends with Dan, uh, -hmm. Dan Petty. And that was because we went to a meetup and we kind of like, we're like, well, that's a person that we want to (laughs) meet, you know? yeah. Like he, he seems like his thing, whatever it was (laughs) aligned with what our thing was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and so and and now like in a few weeks we're going to go to his uh, conference and we're going to do like a workshop there yeah yep. and present like on the opening night of his conference yeah which is really exciting and and that's like how <clears throat> that's how that's, that's how these things are done It's it's just about interpersonal connections being being available being open um and saying like this is what I'm about right now. This is what I want to talk about. This is how I view the things that we do. Um, I'm willing for crit- criticism. Yeah. I'm willing for feedback and things like that. And so it, it, it turned out to be a good night that that night that we made the podcast about.
0: Yeah, and it's easy. It's easier to work with people that you trust, right?
1: Yeah, I I, th- I think that's that's such a great insight. It is. It's much easier to work with people you trust, and also the the outcome is going to be better no matter what. Yeah. Right. Like you can have two skilled people, but if they are misaligned in like the relationship, Mm. you can still get a good product. That's fine. A good outcome. But if they're aligned in the way that they just accept and trust, it's going to be a better thing. Yeah. And this is, this is going to be a collaborative, like artistic design relationship. This is going to be a mentor mentee relationship. This is going to be, a romantic relationship this is going to be like a, any relationship. If, right. if, if you have this acceptance, I mean, it's, it's more than trust. It's acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Because trust means like no matter what, I think you're going to do the right thing. Right. Acceptance means even if you don't do the right thing, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's, like, that's more powerful, I think. Yeah. yeah. Accepta- acceptance is bigger than love it's bigger than trust. It's just acceptance, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's leave that there. That was right. That was a good one. Yeah. Um all right, so um kind of steering steering the ship back to what uh got us talking about this uh-huh. is um if you want to get into public speaking, like okay. this small venue is is a a nice uh maybe less intimidating way to Kind of yeah. Push push your skills and your thoughts and
1: yeah. It, but but it's not. I mean, so like, <clears throat> I didn't I didn't uh end up there because they were like a small venue and looking for speakers. You know, like I had to make a personal connection first. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, one good tactic is if you are interested in cracking that nut, is is to go on like Meetup dot com and look at the kind of meetups that you enjoy intend- attending, and you can see who the organizer is yeah, and reach out and be like, Hey, uh, you know, I see you do meetups around this topic and I have a few things that here's a few ideas. So like if you're interested, we can maybe like work out something where I just speak to the meetup group. And the thing is also, is like, well, let me just throw this out at, at you. Do you think that that proposition would be more successful if you already know the person or if it's just a cold contact?
0: If you already know the person. Yeah, so yeah.
1: go to those meetups.
0: <laughs> go to those meetups. Meet the organizer yeah. there. Yeah, it makes it harder because um, for the Traveloz at yeah. Com account, we, uh, in, in the last month, we received a few cold calls. Hey, this would be a great guest, or I'd like to be a guest on your show. Oh, yeah? And um, I've read them, and we'll get back to you (laughs) soon with a response. Uh, What I'm trying to say is that those are cold. Cold. They're cold. They're cold. And so it, it takes more effort on our end to to start to build a relationship there.
1: Right. right? Yeah. It, it, it it puts the, what is the, the ball in our court, right? Like it puts the responsibility on us to do a thing. And this is the same. Like if you're trying to land a gig speaking and you throw a cold call, throw, throw a cold call out there, it puts the responsibility on the organizer to process what your message is, to respond, to kind of build that relationship. Whereas if you show up at the meetup and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm Travis. This was really good. You did a good job. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> and they go, thanks. And you go, when's your next one or what's coming up? And yeah. like you just have that relationship. You build that relationship. You go a few times, you know. Yeah, Be a familiar it's face. It's kind of fun like, yeah. I don't know, like throwing out these like uh, tips and stuff. But, but I also acknowledge that it's not easy.
0: It's not. It's um, if you're an extrovert, it may come easier to you if you're an introvert. Right. You need a. It's energy draining. Yeah. And so it, you gotta learn. So
1: spike a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta Before like, you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You have to put on your dancing shoes. <laughs> you do like
1: for sure, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. So I, I sent that, um, the one that I did for Invisible Talks. Yeah. Uh, Tools, not rules. Yeah. I sent that to a friend, and she was like, "Oh, you, you did a good job, but it, that makes me wonder, um." I don't know when you're performing and when you're not. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it it kind of creeps into. Yeah. Like, like basically what I'm trying to say is that you have to put a bit of yourself into it. You can't just go and be like, yeah. you did a good job. Can I speak your next one? Okay. Thank you. See ya. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. It, you have to be yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I don't know
0: for you and you here in this context is everyone listening. I don't know if it's been hard for you to find who yourself is. Dude, and, Lose, and you don't that want to open that, <laughs> that door right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it closed. <laughs> um, I think we can agree that it's, it's a, uh, it's a thing, right? Like being yourself is, is it, it's ta- a thing. It takes effort.
1: It takes effort. Mm-hmm. And, and what I'm learning is that it really comes down to what you do. Yeah. Your actions really define who you are. Yeah. There's a lot of things that go into the actions. You yeah. Know, <laughs> beliefs, biases, yeah. thoughts. <laughs> but in the end, who you are is what you do. Yeah. Yes. And that sucks. <laughs> 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 because I don't, I don't, I don't behave the way I, I want to all the time. Yeah. You know? And so you are the way that you behave and what you do. Yeah. So, that's So right. what I'm saying <laughs> is like, I'm not happy with who I am a lot of the time, <laughs> you know? But yeah. that's, but I'm also like being like, okay, well, that's a thing, that's a, you yeah. know. I got <laughs> I have to accept that. <laughs>
0: that's good. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. So at the at the top of the show of this episode, we uh, the, the question I asked you was how you prepared. Um, okay. Yeah. How you prepared for this and how you made time um, because anything worth doing, um, what's that quote? Anything worth doing is is. Anything worth, like worth doing right, or it's something? worth doing right? I don't, know. I don't <laughs> know. Here's here's the here's the idea. Is yeah. That, like if you're gonna do something, you might as well do the best that you can, right? And put your f- put put your effort into it. Sure. And so, um, when because I know Travis, he tends to put his effort into the things that you commit to. Uh uh-huh. And so, because you've commit you committed to that and this other episode, yeah. Um, I I know that it took you. Um, a focused amount of of thought and time. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I want to unpack sure. is how that. So, th- what so that the looks
1: concept, like. the concept I've been kicking around for a while. And if you listen to the episode, and, was, and if you're a fan of Dev, not Dev Tips, if you're a fan of Trav and Los Late yeah. Nights, you probably heard me talk about this thing before because it's based on an episode that mm-hmm. we've done before. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing, like like a, a lot of your big ideas are not sudden strokes of insight. They are like these like slow thing that you like connect over time and you like build on and you're like, wait, that does connect to this theory or this concept or this framework or structure that I'm evolution. working on. It's an evolution for sure. And, um, so that's number one. Like I didn't start from scratch, you know, getting the, like landing the gig and then being like, okay, what do I talk about? No, I sent her, five pitches mm. and and they were like, they're like we like the last one right. we, we want you to focus on that and then like okay so i have this structure already like this idea um and then i'm thinking okay well how can i make that it, it, it's it's one thing to to stumble upon it this principle in a podcast which we did yeah and then i wrote about it later which is like an extrapolation of like the core idea yes but Another thing entirely is to present it to a group of people live because that takes engagement that takes more than principle and concept it takes like uh, A way it, it takes a thread Basically a story right? Yeah, like how do I humanize this make it relatable? How do I put people in a place where they want to understand this? Yes? And and my angle and it took me a few days. So like so the like let's say the presentation was on a Wednesday. Yeah. On like Monday, I'm still like, well, how do I do this? You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. And so so I'm so they're and they're they're sending me emails like, well, can you give us like your bullet points because we want to know how <laughs> you're going to approach this and we want to know like what your angle is. And I'm thinking, okay, well, here's my bullet points and I'm, those are just like from the concepts, like you know, trust is important. <laughs> yeah. Um, super cliche stuff, but I'm but meanwhile i'm thinking like how do i wrap this around <clears throat> a narrative where people can invest emotionally into it mm. and so in in my opinion the number one thing that people enjoy is is relationships you mm-hmm. know like connecting that way and so um The best example I have of this principle of tools, not rules is, is actually in this collaboration where we have this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to lean into that and, and pull out examples from the podcast and, and show examples of our personalities coming through in the, in the production and also show that we enable each other to do that. Yeah. I think it's a very strong example of of a collaboration, of giving each other opportunities and tools instead of constrictions and rules. And so having that framework, I was like, okay, when I, when I, when I, when that kind of clicked, I was like, okay, now what do I need to do? I need to have slides. Mm. And the thing I did was I wrote it out in a word document, um, longhand, everything like word for word. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. This is what I do. I (laughs) write it out word for word, longhand. And it's like, you know, 10,000 words. Like it's yeah. a long, it's long. <laughs> and then, and then I'm writing in print and like in the side margins, you know, like a slide here that will say this word and this word and this word, you know? Uh, yeah. And then, so I, and then I go build the slide deck and I read my script and I, and I page through the deck mm-hmm. and make sure that there's a flow and a rhythm. Right. And I'm taking an audience from, from an experience, like, uh, when i say an experience i'm talking about like, like like a story yeah into a principle yeah and then from a principle into back into a story right. that they can relate to right. and then into a concept or principle and then back back and forth like i'm oscillating between these things and i'm and i'm and i'm checking the the pace really of, of the presentation yeah and then um when I feel like I've nailed that down to so where my narrative, like the, the longhand script that I'm writing, matches the, the rhythm that I want from the slides, right. then I record myself speaking it. Yeah. And I, and I tab through, I, I page through the presentation, and I literally record myself talking. Yeah. And then I listen to that recording a few times and then i page through it again and record it again and i do that maybe like two or three times like this iteration of recording like oh how did i describe it that one time and I, and i listen back and i'm like oh he said you know xyz instead of abc ah, and like yeah. like oh maybe i should say it abc cuz that's better it makes it's clearer yeah and then um and i have this recording and this is like the day of like i'm i'm like <laughs> I'm walking to the venue, listening to myself talk (laughs)
0: literally. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm listening to myself
1: like present as I'm walking to the venue and I'm like, okay, that's how you describe that concept. That works really well for me. And and I've been through this recording and iterating process, maybe like two or three times. Mm. So like, it's at a pretty good workshop place. Like it's, it's pretty refined, but I just need to internalize it. And so I'm really trying to sear the phrases. Like there, there's a few like, So like a concept can be like a thing, right? Like a little a little nugget that somebody needs to understand. But then there's like this other idea of the presentation or, or like the the way you say something, mm-hmm. right? The way it's communicated, which can be so powerful. And I wanted to grab the best of what came out naturally when I would ad lib or, or whatever and just kind of like burn it into my brain. Yeah. And then when I would deliver the presentation, those things would surface, Yeah. You know, and they wouldn't always uh, there would be a lot of of like improv during the presentation. Um, But sometimes like a phrase would be like so clutch (laughs) that it would be it it would just come out again because (laughs) it was so good. (laughs) And I think, yeah, like like it's this really good process of um, understanding the material, giving yourself. Giving yourself a thoughtful way to describe it, and then opening yourself up to insp- um, opening yourself up to like improvisation when you're delivering. Yeah. So it's a combination of a few things.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. That's that, the process. No, it's cool. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the process that works for you, right?
1: Yeah. And 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 if I were to take this uh, talk and like present it to other um, like conference organizers, I would be doing the same thing but over a bigger scale. Right. So I'd be like going from like, this is how people, we we said they, they take like a year or 18 months to like workshop a a idea or a talk. This is what they're doing too. Like every time they deliver it, they'll go back and listen and be like, Hmm. You know, I kind of stumbled on that joke, or it didn't land, right. or like the way I described that was kind of not as strong as it needed to be. How could I do it better? Yeah, like yeah. you have to. I remember Aziz Ansari, the comedian. he yeah. he was like, he was like, you know, people think like I'm out at night partying, but I'm actually listening to last night's talk, <laughs> uh, listening to last night's show, and seeing yeah. how it went. Yeah, how can I be better? Yeah, like that's why he's good. Yeah, because he's workshopping. That's the whole awesome. Time, yeah, yeah.
0: I, as as you were saying. Uh, before the the uh, Aziz Ansari, I was thinking, I think comedians, stand-up comedians do that. Absolutely, and you hit the beat right on that. Absolutely, <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> uh,
1: I was listening to somebody talk about Rodney Dangerfield. Uh you know this this guy? He's he's like this kind of like an '80s bigger name back then. Yeah. But this comedian was talking about how he w- when he was a young comedian, he went to a club and saw Rodney Dangerfield workshopping his material, and he was like. It sucked uh. so bad. It was so horrible. <laughs> he stood in front of an audience with a notebook and said, Hey, I got another one. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, two two guys walk into a bar, you know, and like he would like, and it would just like die. And he'd be like, Okay, not that one. All right. And then he would write down in his notebook and he was like, Oh, maybe a little uh, sooner, you know, yeah. like, and he would like, and he said that he would still go to that club. And he came back like two months later, saw the same. Same dude Ronnie Dangerfield delivering the same material more or less but nailing every uh, beat. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it it really is a process. Yeah.
0: That's super cool. I think that's a good it's uh, a good episode right there. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks for listening to another late nights uh with Travin and Los, And uh, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and you can email us and Just have a good night, guys. Yeah, have a good night. We may or may not respond to you. We may or may not respond. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, though. This This was great. All right. See you all next week.
1: Bye.